Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today, we are going to be talking about all of the events from Monday, September 6th of 2021. Well, I think we can officially go back to daily episodes because today was kind of busy. It wasn't like extremely busy, so we'll probably get like 25, 30 minutes today, which is totally fine. And in fact, I would be okay if we even went to 20, Um, which is good, but I wanted to talk about a couple of things at the top. Um, So obviously this is the first daily episode uh, since the summer break. So things are going to stay relatively the same in terms of daily. Um, Anything that needs to be discussed at the top will be as part of like the intro. um, And then we'll continue on through the the roundups, whatever. I still call them roundups, which is what I called them at the very beginning. Um, But like the daily events And then at the end, we'll do like any final thoughts plus announcements plus like the standard outro things. Um, I do want to say that I have in my editing to make the audio sound better. I have noticed that you guys have been hearing my dog eat her dinner for months. Um, which I kind of always suspected, but I never really knew how bad it was because I'll be completely honest, like, I started just doing these and then posting them because I didn't really care. Like, not that I didn't care, but, like, I didn't care if I messed up or anything like that. So I would just post them. Um, and so now that I'm focusing on audio quality and getting rid of some of my long pauses, etc., uh, I know I've been listening back and I've noticed that distinct like metal clinging sound. Um, that is my dog eating dinner. So I always feed her around um, recording time because um, otherwise she would bark and be really whiny the whole time. Uh, it's a jealousy thing. She gets jealous when I talk on the phone, when I talk to the computer, anything like that. She just gets jealous. So I feed her at this time. Um, and I am, so she is eating dinner right now, but I have found a different solution that is hopefully quieter. Um, so we're going to try that. I'll listen back, see how it sounds and go from there. I do also still want to apologize if I sound a little stuffy still. Um, I noticed I definitely did yesterday. I am still a little bit sick, much less sick than I was over the weekend. Thank goodness. Um, but just still a little congested. So I sound a little funny, uh, on the podcast. So those are like the updates. Um, and then we are going to jump right in. We're going to start with Denmark. Um, Belgium is returning to work tomorrow, uh, after their little hiatus due to a COVID situation in the family. Um, and, in the UK. Okay. Um, here's the thing. I don't really feel like I'm ready to talk about this, but I want to briefly address the thing that is going on within the Prince's Foundation for the Prince of Wales. Um, so a high ranking 
employee of the Prince's Foundation, I don't know if he was the chair or what he was, um, is being accused of something that is not great. It's like a pay for play kind of situation um, where he accepted a large donation. Allegedly, none of this has been proven. Um, and then bestowed a order um, to this person. Uh, the Prince of Wales released a statement today, or Clarence House released a statement that the Prince of Wales had no knowledge of this happening. Um, and I just want to say, like, it's not great. Um, I think there are, in royal family situations, a lot of, um, not so great seeming things. Um, you know, I... King Juan Carlos of Spain, who is now living in basically exile, uh, voluntary exile, but still exile, is an example of this. Um, you know, the the Dutch royals and their trip to Greece in the middle of a pandemic last year that just didn't go over very well. This stuff happens and it is not good. And by me saying this stuff happens does not mean it's excusable. Um, I just, right now, a lot of the facts aren't there. It appears that Charles is not directly implicated. Um, certainly he is indirectly implicated and involved in this situation, um, given that it's a foundation in his name, but it is not something that he is, to my knowledge at this point, directly involved in. Um, but I just wanted to say, like, I... One, I don't want to jump to conclusions because I've done that and in the past on this podcast and like it didn't feel good for me. Um, I think it was fun to listen to me be really angry with a specific royal family. Like I think it was good content, but I didn't feel good about it. I didn't feel good about being angry. I didn't feel good about voicing my anger after like I had calmed down. Um, I just want to stay away from that as much as possible. Like, yes, it is news and yes, I will talk about it. Um, but I want to, with this, draw a light to the good work that every single royal does, um, and not a lot of the drama. So that's why I don't talk about a lot of things. Um, and this is of a royal I talk about. So like, of course I'm going to share it, but I don't want to, I've already spent way too much time on it. Um, I don't want to dwell on it because it's not good. Um, and like the point of this podcast is to share the good work and the good organizations that the Royals bring attention to. Um, not to belabor the not so great choices that assuredly every single royal has made at some point. Um, I just wasn't aware of it before I started this and I learned my lesson from talking super negatively last year um, about one specific royal family. So I want to avoid that and not have that happen. So, with all of that being said, there were no events in the British royal family today. There was that news item that was going on. Um, so, we'll see what happens over the next few days. 
And with that, we are going to go ahead and move over to the Danish royal family. Denmark. In Denmark today, there were two different events. Um, so the first is Queen Margrethe delivered the Rungstedled Prize. I don't know how to say that. Um, that is a prize focused on sharing the message of Karen Blixen or have excelled in a field that Karen Blixen was interested in. Um, this is a like really interesting thing that I went into a lot of detail on yes, last year. Um, so Karen Blixen is a woman who um, showed a great interest in a great deal of things um, and then out of that has now now has a museum in her name um, and this prize at her country estate in Rungstedlund, which is a town. Um, and so this year the award was given to um, a chef uh, whose name is Klaus Meyer, um, who focused on um, better like food quality. Um, creating better foods in the world. So that um, is what Queen Margrethe was up to today. And then Crown Prince Frederick today opened a new, this was a confusing one, offshore wind farm. However, it's not offshore. It's like in a shallow part of the Baltic Sea um, known as Krieger's Flock, I believe. Um, that is like a super shallow part of the Baltic Sea um, that borders, I think, Sweden, Denmark, and Germany. And so this area has been set aside to use for all of those countries as a place to source wind energy, which is kind of cool. Um, and so Denmark had their wind farm open today um, that is going to um, go to, I believe, 600,000 Danes, like it's going to support that amount of homes, um, increasing Denmark's wind energy or efficiency by 16%, which is huge. Um, so that is really awesome. It was really interesting. Like, this is what I love about doing this every day is learning these um, kind of obscure facts about the world. Like, what this shallow part of the Baltic Sea is called and like learning that it's dedicated to wind energy for three countries like it's just very cool it's a cool part of this daily adventure that I go on um and you can definitely tell like the things I find cool and the things I'm like yeah okay um because I do more research on the things that I'm like what is going on here um like I just thought this one was really interesting um I love this idea of like I love sustainable energy, like, obviously, uh, if you don't, um, I'm sorry, like, you're, you're wrong, um, it's very cool, and so this was just, like, a little cool something, um, so that was really fun. So that is what was going on in Denmark today. They do seem to have a pretty busy week ahead, um, which is great. It'll give content every day, and I love that. Uh, love that for me. So with that, we are going to go ahead and move on now 
to the Dutch royal family. The Netherlands. In the Netherlands, there was one event today. Um, something that I have noticed, and I don't know if this is just like while the Dutch kind of still return from holiday, um, the Dutch royal family, in terms of sending out pictures and like, well, primarily pictures, are not doing great. Like, we got some really good photos of Queen Maxima's working visit on the 2nd, um, and that was the last set of good photos we received from anything. Uh, so, anyway, that was really disappointing today because this event I thought was really cool and, like, could have so been showcased um, a good amount and, like, just wasn't. Uh, this is where I'm at now in life, right? Like, I'm, I'm determining what social media strategy is good and what's bad. Um, as someone who looks at social media in their web, in the royal household's websites literally every day of my life, uh, this just isn't good. Like, there aren't even photos of this event yet on the website. Um, it's no bueno. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so today's event was really, really cool. King William Alexander opened up a new floating office building. Okay, so this office building is, like, built to ebb and flow with the canals in Rotterdam. Like, it's so cool. Um, it also is completely climate neutral. Like, it has solar power for energy, and it uses the water that runs underneath it to, like, help cool the building. It's so cool. Um, and, again, it goes with the ebb and flow of the water. So if, like, the, the water level rises, it rises, too. If the water level falls, it falls, too. It's so cool. Um, and this building is going to hold the Center for Adaptation, which I'm not, I didn't do a ton of research on what this was, although it has involvement from the former UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon, um, who I think is like the president of this, uh, center. Uh, so that's really cool. Um... So, yeah, the King Willem Alexander, like, opened the building, attended the events inside, like, the reception, and we got one picture, and it was not great. It was not a good picture. Um, Low-key, high-key, super disappointed. But anyway, so that's what was going on in the Netherlands today. Uh, it does look to be another busy week ahead for them, which is really exciting. Um, again, not kind of just for content reasons, but also, like, I just, <laughs> I've missed a lot of these people, um, over the past month, uh, it's very strange to say that <laughs> out loud, but, like, because this is such a huge part of my day, uh, it's been really weird to, like, not have a lot to do, uh, it's been lovely as well, don't get me wrong, but it's been very strange, um, and I've, like, missed seeing what they're up to and all of that and, like, learning about different things, like a floating building. Um, but also, when I say for content reasons, 
I mean because I've committed myself to doing one episode every day this week like I normally do and like there's normally enough events to cover for um, that I would do that and so that's great and wonderful and I can't wait but it's going to be really hard if there's nothing to talk about so I'm really glad that there are things to talk about. Um, so anyway with that little disclaimer out there let's go ahead now and move on to the Norwegian royal family. Norway. In Norway today, there were, I believe, two actual events. Well, three. Um, but only one has been reported on. I believe the other one will probably get reported on when it's over on the 8th, so I'll probably talk about it then um, because it's like an ongoing event. So we'll talk more about that then, assuming that the Norwegian Royal House reports on it, and if they don't, I'll still like mention what it was. Um, and then this morning, King Harald had a audience with the chief, I think of the Navy, um, and then in the afternoon, he visited a like youth football club, um, and football in this context is soccer, just throwing that out there for any Americans, uh, because Norway is in Europe, it is football there. Um, so King Harald visited the, uh, Valerenga Sports Center, um, which like I mentioned is specifically focused on youth football, but they also have a community involvement element to their organization as well. Um, they have a really cool program that they will help uh, provide opportunity to young people who have um, dropped out of their education or their training um, due to whatever reason uh, and are now kind of, you know, down on their luck. And so this, the center created an opportunity for them to kind of like, I don't really want to use the word rehabilitate, um, but to start turning their life on a, on a super positive track, um, you know, to work and things along those lines. So it was, it's really cool. Um, they also do a ton of other like community involvement philanthropic work as well, um, as well as just in general providing a space for young people to be involved in sport, um, which is something that is really important. I mean, not necessarily sport specifically, but like some sort of extracurricular involvement um, is really good just in terms of like youth development and security in terms of like who they are, etc. Um, and, and sport is a great way to do that. Um, it doesn't have to be sport. You know, for me, it was music, uh, but that didn't come until I was in like middle school. And so before that I was in sports. Um, I did not do great in soccer. I'm just going to throw that out there in the world. Did not do great. Um, <laughs> but it was fine. Uh, and so it's, it's just a really cool space for young people to grow and develop and um, also, you know, compete and learn the art of competitiveness and also teamwork, all of that. So a really cool thing um, they did at the end of the event, present King Harald with a jersey. And I, I don't, I'm not sure why, other than I think this was just like really super exciting because 
King Harald specifically hasn't had a fun event like this in almost two years. Um, because just 2020 was generally terrible. Um, and like last year around this time, the pandemic numbers were just spiking again. And so things like this just haven't happened in Norway, for especially for King Harald. Um, because he has also been on and off with sick leave for like the past year and a half. And um, he just wasn't he wasn't working a lot last in 2020. So like this was really exciting. I think solely for that reason, um, it was really good to see this side of, um, King Harald, who I have learned is like this really fun, uh, compassionate King. And just in the nature of 2020 and 2021, like I didn't see that a ton, not that it wasn't there, but just it wasn't showing too much in the engagements that he had had. Um, so this was really, really fun to see that. Um, so that is the update for the Norwegian royal family. So now we are going to move over to the Spanish royal family. Spain. In Spain, there were two events today. The first one, uh, King Felipe attended the opening of the 2021-2022 judicial year. Um, so this is an annual thing that King Felipe does that the head of state will always do, I think, in Spain. Um, and it basically is concluding the 2020-2021 like fiscal year, um, which ends in presumably August. I'm not entirely sure. Um, like at the beginning of August and then because Spain basically takes all of August off, it then picks back up in September. Um, so it concludes that by reading off annual reports focused on um, the court activity in Spain as well as crime prevention um, measures and things along those lines. Um, and then the hopes for the 2021-2022 year uh, are also shared and King Felipe is basically just provide presiding over this ceremony. So he is like providing his presence um, because it's important to do this in Spain in front of the head of state as I'm assuming per the constitution. Um, this one was really interesting because I'm never really, I wasn't really aware of like who the minister of justice was versus like constitutional court and the attorney general. Um, and now I'm like a little more aware as those big major political changes have happened. So it was the first one for the new minister of justice, uh, which was really awesome. But other than that, it's the only thing that changed this year. Uh, not a huge, like it's a very important event, but it's something that I probably went into detail a lot last year uh, and we'll probably talk about again next year. You know, it's just a continuing cycle, which is a lot of September. I mentioned this yesterday. It's a lot of September for the Spanish royal family um, is events like this that are very repetitive in nature versus, you know, years past. 
So uh, some of them will be a little bit different because we're in a lighter stage of the pandemic, but for the most part, we'll just generally talk about them. Uh, but then today was a new event that may become an annual event. I don't know. This was the very first edition of these um, awards. So they, so Queen Letizia uh, delivered the Retina Eco Awards sponsored by El País, which is a newspaper in Spain, um, and another company called Camp, Camp Gemini, maybe? Um, I didn't write that part down, but I think that's what they were, or like Cam Gemini or something like that. Um, but these were awards focused on the environment um, that were given. So there were 12 nominees and four winners. Um, so the winners were in the categories of green generation, efficient consumption, smart mobility, and sustainable economy. Um, and it's very much focused on like larger Spanish companies or companies that have Spanish subsidiaries um, and their work in eco-friendly ways. So like Airbus was one of the winners, which like you wouldn't think would be super eco-friendly because they're a manufacturer of like giant planes. Um, but they're doing a lot of work in terms of like making their facilities more green um, and things along those lines. So that was a really interesting event um, that is new to the, in general, to Spain, but also new to the Spanish royal calendar. Um, it was under, like, the label of science, um, so focused with the Ministry of Science. The Minister of Science was present. Um, and look, I don't talk about fashion, like, a lot. Um, and this has nothing to do with, like, the actual dress, although it's gorgeous, side note. Um, but, like, leave it to Queen Letizia to wear a sustainable brand made from, like, her dress was made from, I think, like, 100% recycled bamboo, maybe? Um, bamboo cotton. And, like, just thumbs up. Like, way to go. Um... And it was a Spanish brand, like, she just knocked it out of the park with that one. So, just throwing that out there. Again, I don't talk about fashion, but, like, I love when the outfit coordinates to the message of the event. Like, I think that's really cool. Um, so, that is the events today. Also, yay, Queen Letizia is back to work. That was really exciting. Um, tomorrow is a big-ish day for the Spanish royal family, so we'll talk about that. Um... And then that brings us to the end of the updates for Spain. So let's now move over to the Swedish royal family. Sweden. The events in Sweden today were not super exciting. Um... I'm just going to be very honest, like, they were super repetitive and not super exciting, but we'll talk about them, of course, because it doesn't always matter if I'm interested in the events, one of you may be, and want to do your own research, etc. Um, so, we'll just run through these. Um, there isn't a ton of information on them, just because of the nature of these events. Uh, so, like, the first one, King Carl Gustav held a farewell audience for the ambassador from Zimbabwe, I'm not sure when Sweden started, like, 
actually reporting and taking pictures of these events. I can't remember a time before recently that they started doing this. Um, maybe this is like normal protocol in a time that isn't pandemic, but I don't remember um, that short span of time from like January when I started. It was two months. It was January when I started, January like 8th or something. And then March 11th when everything kind of like shut down in Europe. Um, so I don't remember them doing that in that two month span, but also like my, uh, research ways were not managed yet. Uh, that really came because of COVID. So shout out to COVID for the one good thing it provided in that situation. Um, but anyway, he met with the former ambassador, or like outgoing ambassador from Zimbabwe. And then Prince Daniel had the remaining two events of the day. So first he delivered the Prince Daniel grant for the Heart and Lung Foundation, um, which is a grant given to uh, young researchers with obviously promising research um, in the area of heart and lung diseases. So he delivered those today. This is another annual event um, that happens in around this time. I remember like when I saw even the picture of the check, I was like, oh yeah, he did this last year. Um, it's a really important thing and I just appreciate it. Um, and then he also took part in a meeting with his the fellowship that is in his name. So that was like a steering group meeting um, with no details really released on it, just that it happened. Uh, so those are the events that happened in Sweden today. Um, wow, we made it at about 30 minutes. Uh, yay, I think. I don't know, that felt really long for what it actually ended up being. I guess I had a lot to say. Um, so with that, I'm going to end this episode. Please make sure to check out thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram, like and review this podcast, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Bye.